Hi everybody, it's Erin and Meg and welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. This week we're talking about something a little sad and <laughs> something we quite frankly hope never happens to us. It's happened, I guess, with like other people in our lives. Nothing like really bad, but like I've heard stories of, from like friends and like family of just like really bad friendship breakups and they can be just as hard as like romantic breakups. So we just wanted to talk about them. Yeah, as someone who's never been in a relationship, I guess I can't really like relate to it, but I feel like nothing is more heart-wrenching than a friendship breakup. Nothing makes you seek therapy more than a friendship breakup. And so we just wanted to talk, kind of talk about it on the podcast because we always talk about really realistic stuff and just what's going on. In, I mean, not going on in our lives currently, not on wood but everyone's had their own fair share of friendship drama and i guess we're going to be talking about it but before we get into the episode we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping yeah so if you guys don't know if you're new here we have a little little club we like to call a little club the love you read it book club and so once a month we post like a bonus episode and we just talk all about a book that we've read we usually do a static post in our feed so if you want to know what book we're reading uh you can check it out there we also usually post a summary if you just like slide and then you can see if you want to check it out we still don't know what we're doing for this the coming month it's actually my turn to choose so i'm yeah. like literally panicking i thought you wanted to do shutter island i don't know i don't You're know if it's for it. sure Ooh. i know i don't know i don't know i'm just, like i just gotta I narrow did find it. that other book the whatever devious i found it at, at my library so i don't know I, I gotta figure out the logistics of it but we'll get back to you on that but yeah other than that don't forget to follow us on instagram at love you mean a podcast meg runs our whole social me- social media and she's really great i went out with some of my friends last weekend and we got drunk and one of my friends was like who does the, your graphics and i was like oh that's all meg tea so i it's you really are living rent free in people's minds <laughs> especially when they're drunk that's that's when you know it's I like know. on their minds <laughs> me but drunk as fuck who does the graphics for instagram <laughs> but don't forget to follow us on instagram and also in the like the bio to our instagram there's like this link it's this magic link and you can basically find everything in there you can donate to the podcast you can donate to a like a variety of social causes you can buy our merch you can do a whole bunch of stuff so it's really just kind of like there for you to fuck around with there for your disposal (laughs) you know check it out there for you to fuck around with yeah but i guess without further ado we're gonna get into everyone's favorite segment and meg's gonna explain it to you guys in case you're new here if you're new here welcome besties Ah, ah. if you're a return listener welcome besties we're so happy to have you so this is love you meet it podcast every week we talk about what we're loving but we also like to talk about what we're hating and we always get the negative shit out of the way first and what i'm hating this week are i I don't know if this is the technical term for it but what i'm hating are ghost notifications most of you have iphones if you don't have an iphone like you could probably skip this part and also you should probably go buy an iphone but there are like those little notifications like next to your apps and it says that you have a notification and you like go to open the app because it's like annoying and ruining the aesthetic of your phone (laughs) and you go and it's just like you see like a message or something sometimes there's literally nothing and then you like close out of the app and it's still there and you can't figure out why there are these random notifications and it drives me insane i have 
like honestly i have an issue with that on instagram a lot like when i switch accounts like one of my accounts says i have nine notifications and like i've literally checked like every inbox like i like i've checked like everything i've tried like deleting it off my phone reinstalling it signing out like I fucking turned my phone off. Like, I don't know what to do at this point, but Meg like, going to Mark, Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg needs to f- step it the fuck up. Like, I'm tired. And like, as someone that has to post on Instagram for our social media account a lot, it's just frustrating and I'm over it. But what are you hating, Erin? What I'm hating this week is feeling like a fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell oh my Meg. God. I didn't tell Meg in advance oh because I gosh. wanted to get her genuine reaction. My fucking mood. <laughs> That's really my mood, but obviously it's like the summer and stuff, and it's just been like super hot. And obviously we're like coming out of a quarantine, Ugh. and so like you're obviously not feeling like your baddest self. And also like I know I also feel like this because my period's coming next week, and so I know I'm just being like really down and hard on myself. But it's just a hard, it's a hard knock life out here. And so it's, I mean, I feel like if anybody's listening to this episode and they're feeling a little insecure about their bodies it's okay we're all here with you i feel like everybody does at some point and it's so easy in the summer when it's like so hot and you wear like little to no clothing to be like damn i do not look good no i know like it's the summer like i like this summer for the activities but like the thought of like going to the beach and like having to take like your um cover up off and like <laughs> sit in the beat like literally sit there with your bathing suit and like knowing that other people can like see you with their eyeballs it's so horrible <laughs> I most relate to, like, being an Aquarius or, like, being a Scorpio moon when people are, like, oh, just thinking about the fact that, like, other people perceive you and they, like, look at you and they, like, per- just perceive and you. They, and they literally, like, make, like, pass judgments and, like, and they, they, make they assumptions just, like, about and you. And they, like, acknowledge that you exist. Like, that like, just kills oh, me. It's too much. Yeah, it's literally, like, so it just makes me... That's my Honestly, just want to grind my entire life so that I can buy a beach house with a private beach and have no one else around so I can be ugly in peace. I just want to be like that Nicholas Sparks movie, Nights in Rodanthe or something. Oh, that house? And when she has that house in like the middle of the water and she invites Richard Gere and he like lives in the hotel with her and they like fall in love. Like I just want that to be my life. Yeah, I just want no one to see me ever. It's just funny because I'm like 23 and I've only been at working at my first full-time job for like four months now and i was driving home yesterday and i was thinking about how excited i am to retire <laughs> it's like i can't wait to be like 70 and go like live in the villages in florida where my grandma lived when she retired and just read all day and drive a golf cart so fucking lit. <laughs> I, I cannot wait like, literally i'm never gonna oh spend my- another dime i'm just gonna fucking save up i'm gonna see if i can retire early that would be nice yeah that would be like i just want to i'm also rewatching selling sunset right now and christine like one of the main characters like her fiance now husband in the show like retired at 40 i'm like that should be me that should be me yeah, he's literally like rich as fuck honestly i don't think he's that cute though but he no. seems really nice yeah he's balding but aren't yeah, they like, all like pretty bad yeah but but you know what he's probably a great guy and he's uh, like a billionaire yeah so, so no i mean he can he doesn't even need hair plugs because he's a billionaire i just hate when like i mean obviously i know it's just like passing names down and stuff and like it happens but i just hate when like people name their son like his name's christian and his I son know, is christian, christian jr uh, and like she's christine i'm like y'all some originality no i know at least do christopher something (laughs) something different oh my god it just drives me nuts like i know it just happens but it's just not my vibe that would just never be me um like getting pregnant having 
to carry a baby for nine months and then naming the baby after my son or naming the baby after my husband when he already gets my husband's last name you would never fucking catch me doing that dude and then thinking about like being like christian and then both looking like uh, like i'm sure she probably has nicknames and stuff that's like this youtuber i watch she doesn't make videos anymore and i haven't really been on youtube in a while either but she like her husband's name is robert and her son's name is robert but his middle name is fletcher so he goes by fletcher so i'm like why don't you just call him flat like name him fletcher then and like maybe make his middle name robert because they they never call him robert they only call him fletcher I just don't understand, like, why p- people recycle the same names. Like, if it's, if it's like, your great-grandmother's name or something like that, like, that's fine. But, like, there needs to be a degree of separation. Like, if you're in the There's, same household... There millions of names. Yeah, if you're in the same household and you have the same name, like, literally just make it a middle name. Like, you don't have to, like, na- I don't know. It just annoys me. But anyways, what are you loving this week, Meg? What I'm loving this week is YouTube drama. So, I don't know if you guys are, like, a fan of... Like, YouTube, I'm not really, but I only watch, like, certain YouTubers, but Trisha Paytas just fascinates me. She's honestly, like, very problematic, but, like, I just think, like, she's funny and, like, ridiculous. And honestly, I'm, like, a big clickbait fan, so I love, like, watching her shit just to see what she's doing. And I've been watching the Frenemies podcast, and I'm actually kind of upset that it's, like, ending. I don't know if you guys have, like, heard about that, but there's, like... A bunch of shit going on and like she and ethan like got in a big fight and they like stormed off and like they've just been posting videos like in response to each other and it's just so interesting and like you literally see trisha having a mental breakdown and unraveling and it's just wild i i don't know it's just like part of me was like dude like they've done this so many times but i don't know i'm i was kind of getting vibes like that might be it yeah no honestly i don't think that they can come back from this like i think they're gonna be civil with each other but i don't think that they'll have the same relationship that they had before and honestly i think the show is over yeah i don't know it's like i mean i guess it's kind of where like this whole idea stemmed from and everything because we're talking about friendship breakups and i guess they're like technically a family breakup it's just Mm. so sad because meg and i were watching this like compilation of like their wholesome moments now i'm like yeah that was literally a couple weeks ago where we did that and now they're just like ending and it's kind of ugly and i just feel i feel bad for like honestly both of them because i think that they their friendship was like really good and i think they both like helped each other a lot but i just don't think that they were like as organized as they should have been especially when this much money was involved exactly that and then i feel like also trisha just took it too far like just with everything that she was saying like calling like his wife the c-word yeah. and then like ba- like kind of like criticizing the employees and like saying all that stuff and just like with everything and then like her li- st- like storming out of the show multiple times and him taking her back like and then apparently trisha said that uh like she hit moses she was like i'm not a domestic abuser i was like girl i just i literally like this is just such great content guys i really can't stop watching it I've been watching it while I've been working just to get me through the day and it's honestly it's great so if you guys are bored this weekend go ahead and catch up there are a ton of YouTube drama channels they're honestly all like really good or you can just watch it straight from the source 
True. But what are you loving this week, Erin? Well, I'm loving this week our AC unit. So Ooh. on what's today? Thursday. On Tuesday, I finally plugged in my AC unit because it's been like 90 degrees in Connecticut and it's been so hot and I was like dying. We've had the AC unit in like the living room for like probably like a week or two at this point Mm -hmm. it was just so funny like meg's i mean we talked about it on the podcast that meg's dad came to put in the ac units and then literally that whole weekend it downpoured like it did not stop raining we didn't need them yeah Yeah. we really didn't need them but now i'm so grateful that we have them because it is so fucking hot today i had to do manual labor and it was horrible basically i had to spend like an hour at work like helping somebody move their stuff out of the office like down the street from us into our building and it was literally just horrible i was sweating like if you guys are in new england or probably honestly anywhere in the u.s right now it's just like so humid and muggy and gross yeah the east coast is known for that it's very it's very muggy here that's also probably why like i low-key hate the summer just because like we talked about this before but i always i just hate being hot and like the humidity like i think yesterday i took a shower and then, like, I went outside, and I, I was, like, it was, like, 90-something, and I started to get hot, and, like, I started to sweat a little bit, and I was, like, I already, I just felt like I didn't shower, and I, my hair was still wet, and I was, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's honestly just horrible. It's, like, you literally just cannot win. But, without further ado, okay, also, do you realize that whenever I transition into anything I say, but without further ado, do you notice that? <laughs> now everyone's going to notice that whenever they listen. But, without further ado, we're going to get into the episode. So, our first kind of question, to kind of segue into this episode, if you will, is what is a friendship breakup, Meg? I think it's like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I feel like it's, it because it, it doesn't have to just be from like a fight, it could just be like over time, but I think it's just when two friends just decide that they're not really getting anything out of the friendship anymore and it's just like more trouble to stay in it than it is to be separate which Mm -hmm. is sad what do you think is worse like when you have like a big blow up or when you like just drift apart and aren't friends anymore i would much rather like just drift apart yeah like like having like a traumatic fight I think would be really hard. And then having all that, like, tension and drama, like... Yeah, I... And, like, if you walk in somewhere and, like, they're there and, like, you literally feel like you can't be in the same room as them, like... No, exactly. I just don't want that. Like, I want to part with people in my life and then just, like, if I were to run into them, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I know. I don't know. I feel like friendship breakups are really bad. I've had, like, genuinely, like, bad friendship breakups. I feel like I would say that we've had, like, well, I've had, like, three. Yeah. Like, I had, like, friends that I grew apart from in, like, high school and stuff, but, like... I feel and, like it's different, No, though. and, like, like, we don't... We don't talk anymore. Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, if I saw them on the street or if I, like... You'd be like, saw hey, them, I'd be like, hey, yeah. like, what's up? Like, I genuinely have nothing bad for them, but there's been like three people in my entire college experience where it's just been like really toxic breakups and just like not gone over well and that's just the way the cookie crumbles i don't know about you i'd say probably like yeah if we're not counting high school then probably two yeah so wow you're a better person than me (laughs) you know like you said it's how the cookie crumbles and (laughs) it it, it did crumble i'm such a fucking dork i guess we kind of talk about like how they happen and we kind of just said that like sometimes it can be a big fight like it could be like a betrayal or like maybe they fucked your boyfriend or like it could be something super dramatic but it doesn't always have to be that way Mm -hmm. yeah because i don't know it's like 
it doesn't always have to be such like a huge thing like sometimes it's like little stuff or even I feel like it's even worse when it's like little things that like build up over time and then finally you like snap and like explode and you're like I don't want to be your friend anymore I mean that's kind of happened that's kind of what happened with one of my other like with um with one of my friendship breakups like I feel like I just held on to a lot and like bit my tongue and didn't say anything like when I should have and I think that just made it worse and I think it's hard because like I love my friends and like I don't want to like cause problems and like get in fights with them but like everyone at some point will piss you off Mm -hmm. and it's normal to like have conversations and say like hey you know like that kind of rubbed me the wrong way or whatever and that's fine to like say that but I it's just not in my nature to like go out of my way and say that so like I was just gonna say like I feel like I mean that's this isn't really a segment we have for this episode but like ways to kind of like prevent a friendship breakup I feel like Meg and I have to work (laughs) us acting like we're in couples therapy I'm like but I feel like it it does take like work obviously to like be a best friend and like live with each other like we can't just be like holding on to stuff and like letting it go and like just expecting it to be fine like there's been total times in the past we've we actually recorded a podcast a few weeks ago and we literally got and it wasn't an argument i'm being dramatic but it was a little like hey you're being mean and like i don't know i feel like that's an important part of being like just a friend with somebody is like being able to like have that communication and be like hey that sucked like not everything has to be like a huge confrontation or like a huge blowout but it could be like hey like what you said wasn't very nice yeah so i think like what aaron said you just really have to like stay on top of it and don't let things build up because one day something little is gonna happen and you're just gonna freak out and scream at them for like 10 things and that's not cool yeah and that's not like not productive yeah um so yeah i think like resentment can just really build up i think that's like a huge reason another one could be like a change in lifestyle so like maybe they like get a boyfriend or maybe they like have to move somewhere or you know like it could be literally anything or thinking of like then i mean obviously the next phase of our lives is like getting married and like having kids and stuff and Mm -hmm. like you could be at one you could be like pregnant and like married and like your best friend could be like literally partying like being like single like living their life and like obviously that doesn't have to end a friendship but it could like create boundaries yeah it could like put strain on the relationship kind of going off of that as well just like crossing boundaries because i mean i feel like with all friends you have to have like some sort of like i mean even with trisha and ethan ethan was like you crossed my boundary like i didn't want to talk about me having tourette's or like i didn't want that to be like the brunt of a joke and Mm -hmm. like you kept making it a joke and so i feel like with all friends like you have kind of those boundaries or it's like Kind of like if you have a best friend and they like fuck your brother or something, and you're like, that was my boundary. Yeah, and they like broke across the line, bestie. Exactly. I can't go back. Yeah, and also like, I think that's a big thing is like when someone does cross your boundaries, it can be really hard to like trust them, or to just even forgive them and move on. So I think that can be like a huge factor to a relationship ending because sometimes you really can't salvage it if mm-hmm. it's that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think like honestly like one of the most important ones is mismatched expectations so basically how I can explain this is like you have expectations for people and then there are people sometimes you put your expectations on people but that's not really how they are and also more often than not you don't tell them what you're expecting of them and then you get mad at them for not living up to your expectations 
So I think that's a, like a cause of a lot of relationships failing, like not even just friendships. It could be with your family or like a coworker, like literally anybody. But I think you not telling your friend like, hey, like stop canceling on me or like, hey, like I want to do like a standing date every, you know, like month with you or something like you not explicitly saying those things but being mad and holding them accountable for it is really damaging yes because it's like you put people on this pedestal that was like kind of like i mean looking back when i had a friendship breakup like my first real one like that's definitely was i mean we both were definitely like toxic to each other but like that was definitely something that i did was like putting her on this pedestal and like seeing her as like super great i mean obviously she was great but like seeing her as like the only friend i could have and like putting her on this pedestal of like doing all this stuff when it's like she's a person too and i feel like with managing expectations the way i see it think of that i like the way i think of it most is like when people go off to college and they some people expect their roommate to be their best friend to do everything with them and some people have the expectation that it's just someone that they sleep next to and like a lot of the times you don't even really talk about that you just kind of bond over your shared interests and how even how you like keep the room tidy or whatever but you don't really think about actual expectations which is something that you should like really go into like some people expect a like one friend to be their forever only friend that they can ever have then there's other people that can have like loads of friends and like you're just kind of like the side piece friend which is totally fine but i feel like it's important i mean obviously you're not gonna meet somebody and sit down and be like do you think that i'm your best friend and like you're not gonna like interview them but yeah no i think it's just important to know like i don't know just to stay on top of like what you expect of people just manage your expectations so the next part we have of this episode is why do they why do friendship breakups hurt so bad honestly like i said i mean i've never experienced romantic love before i feel like with friends you really do assume that they're gonna last forever you don't really i mean because with most like kind of with most romantic relationships even with like rom-coms and stuff you see like the highs and lows of romances like there's like all of there's like sex in the city and stuff and there's like all the like relationship things that happen and like men come and go or women but you always have like your friends by your side so it can be I, i mean personally for me it can be like the most alarming and like most upsetting when like they're not by your side anymore if that mm-hmm. makes any sense yeah no i think like i just think that we really do assume that friendships are gonna last forever and like how many times have you heard like bitches say oh my god you're gonna be my bridesmaid like that's not always the case like you might not see another six months Mm -hmm. like you really don't know and like friendships really are work and you have to like like you can't just have a friendship your whole life like out of convenience like you have a friendship because you put work in and it wasn't always easy but like the time that you've been friends is like what you have to show for it Mm -hmm. and like the hardest part is like there's no real process for breaking up with a friend so like you know when you get broken up with you like romantically you like eat ice cream and like you talk shit with your friends and like yeah you like watch shitty rom-coms and like make a sad crying playlist and like all that other shit and you probably are gonna like fuck some questionable guys or go on some bad dates like whatever whatever you gotta do you do it Mm -hmm. but with friendships like i feel like there's really nothing you can do like there's no sad friendship songs like there's really no like there's nothing that you can really do because i feel like literally breakups are so ugly but it's like with friendship breakups it's like almost with breakups there's like kind of like 
there's like an aesthetic like break up with your boyfriend and like there's like the thank you next album but like with friendships it's like so sad and depressing yeah no it, it honestly is really sad like there's I don't know and like your support system who you would go to when something bad happened to you is not there anymore so your friend that you would normally talk to about this kind of stuff isn't there and that's really hard and I think feeling their absence and knowing that you can't text them when something funny happens or like call them when you need to talk it's really hard friends do like fill some of the spaces that like romantic relationships do too like just like making plans and like then maybe you don't you don't have plans on the weekends anymore or like like just little things like that like or maybe you used to like haunt a certain place and you would go there all the time and now every time you drive by it makes you sad Mm -hmm. it's like literally driver's license but like for your friends like it's literally the same vibe what song was that on sour Oh, I think, oh, it was good for you, and it was, like, imagine this, but, like, about, you, like, a friendship breakup, and I was, like, that makes it even worse. No. Good for you. You look happy and healthy, not me. You even cared to ask. I was, like, fuck. Damn. Another point that we had, though, is that, honestly, it's much harder to find quality friends than it is to date. 100%. You could find 50 random guys that look exactly the same and treat will treat you exactly the same on Tinder. But how, like, how many true besties have you found? Yeah, and, like, it's, it's a, so much harder when you're not in school or, like, when there's a global pandemic to make friends. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of TikToks of, like, girls that have moved to new cities and they like literally make facebook groups to try and like find friends because it's like what are you supposed to like if you don't click with your co-workers or something like what are you supposed to do exactly and like we're at the age where like a lot of people are like relocating and like you know like doing like doing their thing and like stepping into their careers and it's like they first of all don't have time to see their friends anymore and then also to make new ones is really hard mm-hmm. so it's just it's a tough time right now you bet like if when i'm like ever move you better catch me on bumble bff like yeah, looking for no, a new bestie yeah. i've heard that it's actually great so <laughs> well no because someone's like hey does someone want to go out for a girls night and you're like, just yes. like yeah like drunk girls are the best like they're the friendliest girls ever like the friendliest people ever period that you will ever meet yeah. is like drunk girls in a bar bathroom like mm-hmm. you will never find someone that loves you more they their love rivals that of a mother <laughs> so 100 percent. and then like the last thing that we have is that you don't know the boundaries necessarily like so you don't know if you should text them oh on their my birthday God, so true or like if you should still hang out with mutual friends and like you're gonna hear stuff about them and like they're probably gonna ask about you and shit like that it's just like it's so hard or like you're like hey like do i unfollow them like like what's you're what's like, the do deal I unfollow them? do i mute them do i block them like do i still have their number like should i text i mean like you said do i text them for their birthday like what if like a parent dies or something like do you reach out like you know, it's so hard to know yeah i mean i feel like if it was something like really bad i would definitely text them yeah um definitely if there was a death i would probably just show up yeah me literally stepping it like stepping up like oh my god hey if we stop Um, talking no i mean like that's actually how um my boyfriend john like his dad had a friend like in high school but 
and they were like really close like they've been friends like their whole lives and but he like moved away for like grad school and then he like got married and like had a kid like had kids and stuff and his mother died last or I think like last year at some point I think it was in the fall my boyfriend and his mom went to their funeral like went to the funeral and like that's how they got like reconnected so I think like it doesn't always have to be like like sometimes crossing boundaries can be like a good thing yeah like in that case like sometimes like time may have passed and you might be like hey like why were we fighting like that was stupid yeah but also like if you really cross the boundary like you need to respect that and like give them their space that's what i'm saying like i'm like if you like cheated on their boyfriend or like you really hurt them like don't stalk them and show up at like their dad's funeral like yeah that's if things fucked. ended like ca- casually i mean if things ended badly too and but it's like not that awful i think like definitely like every situation is completely different so just like kind of look at the situation that you're in but i don't know i think that that I thought it was a cute story. Yeah, no. So, like, it doesn't always have to be, like... Like, it wasn't, like, a friendship breakup. Like, they weren't on, like, bad terms, but they just, like, didn't talk. Yeah. And then they, like, now they're literally going on vacation together this summer. So, I just think... Do we title this episode, We're Breaking Up for Clickbait? (laughs) This is the last episode episode of of Love, You Mean It. Psych! (laughs) Never! And the final section that we have is how to get over them. So, obviously, they're super painful and hard to go through, but kind of once you're through it, how do you get over it and kind of get back to your normal life? So, the first thing we have is to allow time to grieve. It's, like, honestly a death. Like, you're mourning your relationship with this person. Chances are you probably went through a lot of, like, life events with them. Maybe you graduated high school. Maybe you, like, lost someone close to you. Maybe there was a pandemic. Who knows? You probably went through a lot with them. But you just have to, like, give yourself time and, like, give yourself grace and know that, like, some days you're probably going to miss them and it's probably going to be, like, really hard. But you just got to keep going and just wish them the best. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like that's just a great point because I feel like when it comes to friendship breakups, like, you feel like you shouldn't be mourning them as hard as relationships. But I feel like you still should be allowing yourself the time to, like, adequately grieve instead of just trying to, like, push through. And then kind of like with most things, if you push through, then you'll never actually heal from it. Next one we have is to give them space. Like we just said, obviously, like, if years have passed and you're like, I feel like I'm comfortable and they would be comfortable seeing each other, that's totally fine. But don't like jump all up on them don't text them every day be like what happened like why are we like this i think it's really important to just give people space and like allow them to kind of think about like where you guys are and what happened and really just like recover yeah no the space thing is a huge thing because like if you want any chance of like salvaging the relationship like you smothering them is not gonna help not gonna work so um the next point we have is to figure out if you want to be friends or just like figure out if you're done so you could use that time while you're giving them space and while you're taking space for yourself to evaluate and just see where you are because it might be a relationship worth saving it could have been a stupid fight or it might have just been that horrible maybe they haven't been like meeting your needs for quite a while and you're about be- and you realize that you're better off and that's fine too like honestly it's a it's a win-win situation like it doesn't seem that way but like you either have a friend or you like part ways and then you make room for more friends yeah so no i was listening to the don't blame me podcast today when i was driving home oh, from work because i was 
caught in so much fucking traffic mm-hmm. oh my god so i was listening to it and this girl was talking about a friendship breakup and megan was talking about you kind of have to think about whether or not like you actually miss them or if you just miss like what the friendship used to be mm-hmm. which is true because you get caught in like it's like with every room like romantic relationship too you get caught up romanticizing what happened and thinking it was so much better and then when you actually think logically you realize like hey it wasn't as great as i thought yeah like i think this is like a technique that i've used to like get over people like romantically but you could definitely use this for friendship breakups too is if like you're remembering only the good times every time you remember something good try to remember something bad like maybe something that they said that upset you or something that they did and then it kind of puts things in perspective and it takes them off that pedestal so that you're not like constantly wishing that things were the way they were because they're the way they are for a reason 100 percent. like literally nobody is on a pedestal Mm -hmm. like everybody should be it's not healthy (laughs) like literally nobody like even like celebrities and stuff like obviously like you like idolize them and you like look up to them but like come on next one that we have is to tend to other relationships in your life obviously when you're going through a friendship breakup or if you're like if this was like your best friend you may have been neglecting other people there's kind of the people that are like the second tier friends obviously not in a bad way but you have like your inner your first tier your inner circle as we're talking about don't put people in pedestals and i'm like okay your tears <laughs> but like it's true like you have people that are kind of in like the secondary layers of your life and so this is kind of the time to look at them see if you can foster relationships with them hang out with your family just like people that matter to you that aren't just that one person yeah i think putting all your eggs into one basket and like focusing on that one friend isn't gonna help you especially if they're not in your life any anymore you're just gonna be focusing on what you don't have and it's just gonna bring more negativity into your life Mm -hmm. i think another thing that you really need to do is look at the part that you had in ending the relationship and taking responsibility so it honestly like the whole thing is you just need time to just reevaluate everything and just like look back and say like you know like it was kind of messed up that I did that or like I I shouldn't have done this I should have handled that differently and just like looking back at what you've done and taking accountability for it because it's so easy to play the victim and just say that like oh that person sucks and like I'm so happy we're not friends anymore but like chances are you probably did something at some point and like you need to either like just forgive yourself or if they would be open to it like apologize to that person so you both can move on and we are like huge proponents of accountability culture because i feel like it's so important i mean even if meg and i get in like a little tiff or something it's like hey like this hurt me but also like i understand that i did this wrong too and like i should have like gone about this in a different way as well i don't know i feel like it's just like important to just focus on accountability because like obviously like meg kind of said literally you're like going on like a hate tour when you break up with someone and you're like fuck them they were the worst like i hate them and i'm totally have fallen into that like telling everyone i've ever met like fuck them they're the worst person i've ever met like don't talk to them like they're a bad person but really like think about what you did too yeah it's a two-way street bestie yeah uh there's more than one side to every story and another one that we have is to unfollow a block mute them i love doing this i'm more of like a muter girl these days just because notice how i didn't say gal but i'm more of a muter girl these days just because i have such social anxiety that i don't i don't want to stir up further conflict but a lot of the times i mean when it comes to like guys and stuff i'll just unfollow or block them but if i think kind of look at that decision in a way that 
wouldn't really start more drama like if if it's somebody that you still want to have a somewhat cordial relationship with i would recommend maybe muting them so you don't have to see their stuff but also i feel like in the end it really comes down to your mental health and if you need to block them like you have to block them yeah it's it's honestly a judgment call it's like honestly though everyone i've ever muted i don't think i've ever seen any of their shit like come up or like anyone with like pictures with them or something like i've never had to deal with that so i think like muting is pretty like a pretty solid option and that way like they don't know that you block them because that can also cause more problems i know because i've heard of people being like or like i've seen this too where people are like oh my god like she blocked me or so and so blocked me and it's like a whole thing so maybe muting might be the most like yeah because it's like so much easier to be like yeah like it's it's kind of like a less like a non-committal way Mm -hmm. of everything happening and that way they don't know about it yeah exactly and you can just be chill and the last point we have is to talk to someone outside of the situation so preferably a therapist Woo! i love talking to my therapist about this you could talk to like your mom or like something like that but the thing is like chances are your mom probably knows this person mm-hmm. and like they're probably going to be biased and they're your mom so they're obviously going to be like oh sweet you're perfect yeah and like you're right and they're going to like enable you so you need someone that's like not necessarily your friend or like your partner or like someone like you could maybe talk to like a coworker, or like mm-hmm. just someone that like doesn't know this other person like i remember when we had like this really bad like roommate drama and this whole like friendship breakup like a god like a year and a half ago at this point that's crazy Mm -hmm. i started seeing my therapist again and i was like because i was like i mean obviously i was having a lot of anxiety over it but i was like also like i want to talk out like what i did wrong Mm -hmm. and like what they did wrong and kind of just like come to a conclusion where it's so different if like meg and i talk or i talk to my parents and i'm like oh my god fuck this like this happened but it's like like we said accountability culture realizing like hey i was not completely in the right as well yeah i think we just we really stand accountability culture around here love it not cancel culture Mm -hmm. i mean i I guess except in some instances yeah but yeah i thought this was a really fun episode obviously kind of a more somber topic but i feel like it's important nonetheless yeah so if you guys are going through a tough time during this hot girl summer maybe some shit went down with your girls just go ahead and listen to this episode because it does get better and like with time you're gonna move on and like get over it and like i think the biggest thing that you can do is just forgive them forgive yourself and just like wish them the best and like focus on yourself and like the people that are close to you yeah and if you ever just like need someone to talk to like if you like don't have money for a therapist and want an unbiased third party slide into our dms yeah they're always open for anything at love you mean it podcast but thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you on monday love you mean it are you Nicki minaj yes Nicki minaj